Hello. Hello. Welcome to Just Another Murder Cast. Yay, Jam. Yay, Jam. <laughs> I'm Haley. I'm Beth. Look at us. Here we go. Yay. Here we go. It's like we're getting used to it or something. I know, right? A year, over a year later. Right? Yeah. Um. Okay. So, I'm, I'm literally jumping right into it today. No comments. Well, oh, you know what? Go ahead. Do you have any comments from anything this past week since we have done all the the stuff that we did i don't i didn't do anything because this is all your <laughs> your stuff now so like i'm just i'm just relaxing with my time <laughs> a lot less stressed i feel like there are so many people invested in this right now i'm so invested i'm so invested and i get so irritated because it's my podcast and i feel like i should have all the information right now but mm-hmm. i don't and you're like i'm not telling you until we record and i'm like i've never hated you more in my <laughs> life i've never hated you but like i do now Okay. Okay, but warning. Warning, yes. This is a podcast. Murder. Murder. Death. Death. Spicy language. All that jazz. Yeah. You should know that when you turn it on. Right. But if you don't, now you know. If this is the first episode you're listening to, I'd start over. Start back. Well, I mean, this does not need to be anyone's first episode ever. No. And you need to at least go back to the very beginning of the story because we're, you Four know, episodes in now. Yeah. Yes. Um... I would like to <laughs> hear, um, mm, okay, so I actually feel like um, the shit this week. You are the shit this week. Okay, 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 okay. So if you're fully invested in this case, let me tell you about the phone call that I got this week. So jealous of it. I'm so jealous. Would anybody like to know who I spoke with this week? Of course you would. I'm going to pretend <laughs> like people are saying, Yes. Yes. Okay, so I had an interview with Sheila Wysocki, which oh is the private investigator for the Lauren A.G. case. So today's episode is actually not covering that because there's a few more things that I need to go over with Sheila before, you know, like I want to make sure that she's okay with certain things that we had chatted about being in the public. I'm totally okay with that, but like that means I have to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. So, um, I just want to, you know, you're, I mean, you're doing the right thing, but like, I'm, I, she's put so much work into this. I'm just trying to respect her in the most, you know what I mean? Well, first of all, we should definitely respect her mm-hmm. and appreciate her for even taking the time to talk to us. Oh my gosh. Like we're she, a nobody. Yeah. She did not have to. Right. Um, but now I have to wait and I'm really irritated. I think I'm going to send her a message and be like, Hey, I have this podcast. <laughs> Can you tell me what you talked about? Can you tell me what you and Haley <laughs> talked about? Thank you. Um, so yes, if you haven't listened to without warning, it's addicting. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. She's covering more than just the Lauren AG case. So, like, just give it a go. Um, but she's an amazing investigator. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, okay. Wait, I do have a comment, and this should have been way before this. Okay. Talking about investigations. Mm-hmm. I just want to give a big shout out yeah. to the Coney County Sheriff's Office. Yes. Because if y'all have been listening to our podcast since we started, a couple, like, the very first one or two podcasts, I was like, don't you know, don't commit a, a crime in Oconee County because you're going to get caught. Oh, my God. They don't play. That was so awkward because then the next week. The next week, there was a murder, and we didn't, they didn't know who did it. Mm-mm. But to, not today. A couple of days ago, they finally arrested the guy that killed Elijah Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, the racetrack murder in Oconee County. Through hard work and dedication, and mm-hmm. they never gave up. And um, just like we knew they would, Mm -hmm. but it was just bad timing when I said it. I was like, don't kill anyone in Oconee County because they'll find you. Mm -hmm. And um, stands true today. They will find you. What I think is, you know, people were kind of ragging on them for not releasing certain amounts of information. But in that case, I feel like it was that type of information that didn't need to be released because it would have given away too much, especially... Because it was a Georgia football player and it was, you know what I mean? Like that's too much. I just, I think that people, people want all the information. Right then. Totally get it. Mm -hmm. I'm also with you. I'm hating Haley this week because she's not giving me all the information. Mm -hmm. Although this is a different reason. Mm -hmm. But you have to remember that there is an investigation and just because you want it does not mean that that's the best thing for anyone. For the investigation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, kudos to the sheriff's office. Um, we love y'all and we appreciate everything you do. And mm-hmm. thank you for all your hard work and dedication and never giving up. Yes. And when I was talking to Sheila, I was saying, you know, 
Lauren's case happened in a small town. Mm-hmm. Small town, Tennessee. Well, that's terrible. Um, well, um, I said, listen, like, here's the thing. If, if this happened in our, our town, mm-hmm. um, you know, I said, she, she actually brought up the interview that we played last week. And yeah. she was like, how did you get that information? And I was like, I mean, your podcast and it's also online. Yeah. So I'll cover that in a second. So anyway, I said, here's the thing. He didn't know so much information, but if, if things like that, this kind of odd case, this kind of possible murder, this kind of, mm-hmm. I don't get me wrong. I know that our sheriff's department, they had a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of suicide, a lot of things that can make the County look bad. Right. It's hidden, right? You don't hear shit about it. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Kind of keep it under wraps. I don't know. I feel like I do. I feel like it's opposite. I mm. feel like, especially the newspaper, n- not Oconee, but Clark County. Oh, Clark County's different. So, Clark County... <coughs> Clark County's newspaper... Um, Puts a lot of stuff out there that doesn't need to be put out there. And but that's Clark County. I don't care about no Clark County. But you also have to remember in Oconee County that you have HIPAA laws still. Yeah, absolutely. But maybe it's but different because I'm in it, and so I, I mean, hear yeah, about you it go all. to those scenes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all that. But like they, they, there's a lot of things that that they try to keep under wraps, right? Which every county does. Yeah. But especially in a small town. So like I get that. Like it, uh, there's no big deal with that, right? Yeah. But if there was an investigation like this. In our county, it would our totally sheriff different. would know every beat to every drum mm-hmm. to every harmony of the entire ve- investigation. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you could literally, I could pull him right here and say, what's going on? And he would never say, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He would probably say, we're not going to talk about that right now because we have this information. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he would know all the ins and outs. He would definitely know every part about it. Mm-hmm. And if there was something you brought to him that he didn't know, he'd want to know more about that because we're going to figure it out. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but... Um, uh, you were talking about to her about how... Oh, yeah. Was and she was just like... The, she's. I mean, she's just as mind blown. But we'll get to her interview next week. So I know I should have done it this week, but I wanted to continue from last week. Also... We've had strep this week. I have a full, I've had a full week of work. I mean, like my work schedule right now is so insane that I'm going to have to start working weekends again. And my, and we've had strep. So my son had strep. Then I got it and I still have it. And I feel like absolute fucking hell bags. And my husband's out of town. So I have zero help. Two kids. I'm sick and a full schedule. I'm fucking exhausted. There is no excuse for this. Haley, I need to know all the facts. I am like I went through that mental breakdown last night where you're just like I'm just so tired you know like over it over it so I once I talked to Sheila I realized that instead of just playing the full interview I need to paraphrase it more I mean if we don't though we'll be here for hours I mean the the other one was long um but I need to paraphrase it more instead you know because I don't want to discredit the hard work she's done no. And like take it from, you know what I mean? Which was my bad last week. I just want to say that. I should have paraphrased more instead of just relying on the interview. Yeah. The, 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 I can see the that. taping of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So anyway, so I did that instead of, I paraphrased instead of just taking the whole, whatever. Okay. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Whew. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I missed from this week that, we need to cover um, where we ended last week. Do we remember where the interview ended last week? Um, I don't remember exactly. Like once okay. we talk about it, I'll probably right, remember. Right, right, right. But I can't remember like the exact part. Right. Um, so this is basically just picking up where we left off. Um, and go to so again go to without wanting to hear the full episode of the interview yeah the depositions um so we're back where the and if you need a recap of the of what's going on please go back three episodes start at the lauren ag case and And, yeah come forward yes um okay so the interviewer's asking we're we're back with sheriff ray part two Mm -hmm. the sheriff of the county who knows nothing okay yes 
Um, he's like, you know, she said, what did you and Taylor, Jeremy Taylor, discuss after this case? And he's just like, I mean, mostly the, the negative stuff that was put on TV. Um, he said, if Miss Smith had any information or evidence, she never came to me or to my knowledge, the DA. Don't forget to ask me about the DA at the end. Yes. Okay. Um, it's because it, he was saying he was angry because it's one-sided interviews that were put on a national TV. Yeah. Well, well. I mean, where were you? Where were you? He should have, yeah. you know what I mean? Instead of like, he's only on the defense all it, the time. Why don't you try to be on the offense and tell everybody what's but up? But you couldn't have been in the interview anyways, or you couldn't have done anything because your entire interview would be like, oh, I don't know. I have no idea. You need to talk to so-and-so. I don't right, know. Right, exactly. Like, so what would have been the point of him going on there? We're going to continue with the I don't knows and you need to talk to somebody else. Yeah. All right. So she's like, you know, well, have you ever discussed this with your wife? Have you ever discussed this case with your wife? And he's like, yeah. Which, okay. Yeah. Sometimes in his answers, I see where he's coming from. And I hate to say that because, of course, I want to be angry. But some of these answers you'll see like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I can see why. I mean, of course, like, I mean, shit. I want, I want my husband to tell me things too. Okay, so I can say like from a responder's point of view. Mm-hmm. This is a horrible case. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like he thinks it's a horrible case. Right. I feel like he thinks it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is a horrible case. If mm-hmm. I run a case like this, I need to discuss it with someone for my mental health. Right. I am lucky in the fact that my husband is also a paramedic. And so a you can. So I because can. he has that access to that information anyway. Yeah. So I can mm-hmm. discuss things with him to help myself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still the HIPAA laws and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. that is a big thing but there's so much suicide mm-hmm. and firefighters and law enforcement and and, and emts paramedics mm-hmm. because they don't talk about it because our mental health in this county is not a priority in any way shape or form All right and so him talking to his wife probably not great but i get it right um and I mean, being a nosy spouse, I'm like, what happened? Yeah. What happened? And I mean, I'm married to a dumb man because like every time I'm like, what happened? He's like, oh, they were dead. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, I don't know the person. So he doesn't tell me anything about him. I'm just like, hey, there was a call that went out earlier. What happened? Well, they're dead. Well, yeah, but well, if he told you, you would have nightmares. I know. But like, you got to give me more than that. But they don't. They don't. But he's protecting you in his own little way. No, he's not. Yes, he's he just is. being stupid. Like, tell me. No, he's not. He's <laughs> protecting you. I can tell you that for a fact. Um, yeah, but still, I will never, ever, ever, ever. I'm sure we talked about this. The first call that I went on with Spence. Yeah. Was. Oh my gosh! Remember, I ended up in the floorboard of his truck with. Um, I did a wreck. Not Danny. Um, who used to live with Nate? Lived with Nate. Mm-hmm. And Dave. Who used to live with Dave? Russ? No. Did they have another roommate? Michael. Oh, yeah, Michael. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, <laughs> sidebar. The call goes out, and it was, like, a painter or, like, somebody fixing a house over there. Mm-hmm. So, we're right there. So, he pulls in. I, of course, I just sit in the truck, not paying attention. I have no idea what's mm-hmm. going on. I look up. I look up. Mm-hmm. And they are. There's like four people pulling a stretcher and Spence is straddling this man on a stretcher doing CPR. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you I've never seen CPR other than like Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Which is not CPR. Oh my God. I mean, I was like 19 or 20, right? Um, and you see a body convulsing mm-hmm. because of the strength of CPR that mm-hmm. CPR requires, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still in shock. I like, it gives me anxiety thinking about it. Okay. And you want Spence to explain to you in detail <laughs> what happened on calls when you can't even witness okay, that. Okay. Okay. I, yes, <laughs> but, um, but no. no also. <laughs> so like, I literally, I mean, I remember looking up and being in this like, uh, you know, like. I think I just saw a dead person. Mm-hmm. I uh, have never seen a dead person other than like a funeral maybe. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you I ended up in the floorboard, I was small then, so I could fit in the floorboard of a truck. 
I ended up in the floorboard kind of hunched down. Like, I, I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so then that's when Michael came and got in the driver's seat. And he's like, hey, I've, I'm, I'm going to take you away. Because <laughs> Spence you. is in the ambulance. He'll be, he's going to the fire station. I'm going to take you to wherever you want to go. And I'm like, home! I want to go home! <laughs> um, yeah, and you want Spence to explain things to you. And you <laughs> saw a very minuscule part of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this is not... For any of our law enforcement, first responders, um, firefighters, EMTs, any anyone that's in this kind of field, like, don't be ashamed to talk about it because you see some really gross stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I and no wonder y'all are cold-hearted. Oh, yeah, you have to be. Ugh. It takes a special person to do this kind of stuff. We oh. have a different kind of humor, which I try to keep out of this podcast <laughs> because it, nobody would listen to it. Right. Um, I take it back. People would listen to it, but only people in this kind of field. Yes. But I like I still think about calls to this day of like your first call. I know your first call. My first call. Mm-hmm. What was my first call? Um, a field with. Um, was it? Hold on. Hold on. It was a, it was a younger kid. It was at a farm or a field with a tree and either a tractor. That wasn't my first call. Whose was that then? I took someone else on the first call. Where the guy got bush hogged. Yes. And that was her first call ever. Maybe, maybe that And was I was it. like, oh, I'm so sorry. I would not have brought you if I had known. Okay, that was it then. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I don't know what my first call was. I swear that was one of your first ones. Was it not like. Oh, I've been to those. Yeah. I know, but was that not your first one? No. Like okay. I don't remember my first call. Mm-hmm. But like I, I have PTSD, whether or not I want to admit it. Mm-hmm. I have it because I still think back like. Oh, I could have done this instead of doing this. And maybe that would have helped more. Or, you know, like there's one where I think I've been this is probably too much information for this, but it's fine. We're going to have to delete it. Um, there's one where it, it wasn't that long ago, actually. And it was the first one that like really hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. I got called out for a man down CPR in progress. And it was in Morgan County. So it was like 15 minutes for us to get there. Mm-hmm. When I get there, the first responder meets me outside and he's like, hey, um, they're doing CPR, but I couldn't get the OPA in his mouth, which is like an airway to keep. It's like a little simple airway that just sits right inside your mouth, and mm-hmm. it keeps the airway open so your tongue doesn't block it so you can right. give him breaths. Mm-hmm. He's like, I couldn't get the airway in. I don't I don't know why. And I was like, okay, cool. So I walk in there, and there's this, like, 17-year-old boy just, like, doing excellent CPR. I mean, like, textbook CPR on his father. <gasps> and... um. I was like, okay, like I'll go ahead and take over now, mm-hmm. um, if you'll if you want to go ahead and stop because you that should never happen. A seventeen right. year old should never have to do CPR on his father. Right. So I was like, I'll go ahead and take over now. And he sits there and is like crying, and I'm like, I really need you to get out because I'm pretty sure your father's in rigor, and that's why we couldn't open your mouth or his mouth. And I was like, go ahead and step out. And he steps out because we're just like, I'm just like staring at him, not doing CPR. And I'm like, go ahead and step out. And he so he steps out and his father had been dead for so long. He was starting to get stiff. Oh, no. The first place you get stiff is in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, he's in rigor. Like, I can't do anything for him. And so But then, once CPR started, or is that only by y'all? So I have the, uh, like, I can terminate CPR. Okay, okay, okay. Um, because I have more medication. Like right. Like, more medically trained. Okay. But then having to step out and tell the daughter, the son that was doing CPR on his father, and then the mom, or the wife, that the man was dead and there was nothing I could do for him, mm-hmm. was horrible. That 17-year-old started throwing shit and breaking shit. The mom started screaming because apparently the first responder told her that once we got there, we would do something more. And I'm like, don't ever promise don't, anything. Uh, do not make promises for me like that. Mm-mm. Don't ever promise anything to a family because it does not matter if you do everything absolutely right. Mm-hmm. It does not mean that it's going to turn out that way. I always tell my students, um, your patient didn't read the textbook, mm-hmm. so remember that. Um, and so like, I still think about that because I'm like, I had to tell this kid to stop, stop trying, stop trying. There's, Oh no, 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 no. And yet, and I'm leaving a lot of details out and yet you want Spence to tell you that kind of stuff. No, mm -mm, no, not the sad stuff. It's all the sad stuff. I mean, like I want the crazy stories. You know what I mean? It's all the sad stuff. Oh no. Um, 
make sure we can post that and then we'll, you know what I mean I mean I think it's fine it doesn't <laughs> actually have anything in it but <laughs> well, I mean I'm good <laughs> <laughs> um okay sorry back to the story um so you know she's like well what did you and your wife talk about you know because he's yeah. like of course I talked about it with my wife yeah and he's like it makes me angry that's what we would talk about and she was like you know how and he's like the lies and the slander just it really upsets me um I, he said, I understand why Sherry is doing all of this. I okay, understand. Wait, so he's not angry that Lauren is dead. Pretty much. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is about him. Right. And he's like, I understand why Sherry is doing this. I have a child. He said, I have one kid and I would do everything in my power to figure it out. So I understand. I just would have gone about it differently. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, you You'd wouldn't. you do the same thing. You're, but here's the thing. You're the sheriff, so you can get more answers. Right. She's not, so she's fighting for answers. So, fuck you. You, no. Yeah, you can talk a lot about. You wouldn't have to do things differently because everybody would bow down and find answers for you. They would, they would probably, for him, force someone to confess that didn't do something. Mm-hmm. To make him feel better. Right. But yet he's going to hide everything. Right. From. Yeah. Lauren's mom. Right. Um, but. But. You know, like. At, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even know. Okay. So then she goes, she starts bringing out press statements that he had done. Mm -hmm. And we can post the press statements to Patreon. So okay. people can read it. Um, so she's asking about the press statements and about discussions that he had had with the DA, right? Yeah. And I want to get on a conversation about this DA. I'm giving you homework this week. Okay. Your homework is I want you to dive only into this DA. Okay. Hold on. Let me write this down. Mm-hmm. Give me a name. Bryant Dunaway. I want you to use your Ancestry.com. I will give you whatever names. I want to give you judge names. I'm going to give you, I want you to find, look, I haven't done it yet. Okay. But we're missing some information there. Awesome. And when I give you this face, mm -hmm. it, it's something that was recommended to me to look into. Okay. So I would like for you to, that's your, that's your homework. Awesome. Let's so a, I'm hoping something big out of this. Okay. Yeah. Watch it be nothing, but <laughs> it was more like a, you should do this kind of thing. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so he said, you know, we've talked frequently about, you know, reopening the case, but with no new evidence to support that, they decided to let the TBI re re review it. Right. Okay. Um, and he says the problem is without like new, like hard evidence, if I reopen this case or, you know, he, the DA, not him, because mm -hmm. sheriff doesn't get to decide the DA has to do it. Mm -hmm. Everyone else or other, with other cases that don't agree, I have to reopen their cases too. Just because they don't agree with, you know, the answer of it. I'm going to have to reopen their, which then I'm like, you know, that I, it makes sense. It does make, I mean, uh, obviously there are clear lines in this case that were um, just marked out, lost, you know what I mean? Like there's but something fucked up about this case. Make he could make new evidence or different evidence by admitting to what has done wrong. Yes. Hey, my police officers didn't do, my investigator didn't do adequate investigating here. That's why I'm reopening this so case. So I wouldn't even put it like that because then anything that that investigator has investigated and he could be 100% right. It was his first homicide. Yeah, but afterwards, yeah. anything could be called into question. But I'd be like, hmm. The marks on her chest we thought were from this boat. But now there's new evidence that it may be from this other boat. Right. So now we can reopen the case. Right. Um, we thought that she... But then again, I, I see where he, he does have a point there. You know what does. I mean? But he has enough room. Let's... Let, again, let's cross over the fact that... He could still do it that, if he wanted to. That they had things. All police saw. All police departments yes, do. You yes. could bring something out of the fucking woodwork yes. to open this case. Right? If you wanted to, you could. Right. Um, okay, so then they kind of get into a banter because she's like, have you talked to anybody from TBI about the case? And he kind of bounces around, right? Mm -hmm. So here's where I'm going to start playing a snippet of it 
Um, and like, oh gosh, this whole thing is still just, oh, sorry, y'all. Sorry. So it's still just awkward. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right, let me pull this up. Where did it go? Sorry, I have to go all the way down again. Oh, I, I just feel like in general, he, one, does not care. All right. And then two, because he does not care and it's not important to him, he didn't do anything to research or anything for this case. Uh, correct. Uh, correct. Uh, okay, golly, I have to go back down again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And that's one thing that they always say to us is, Remember that this is not why you don't think that this is an emergency, that it's not a big deal, that it is to them. And that's why they called 911. Right. And so he may not think this is a big deal because it's not his daughter and he doesn't care. But remember, someone's someone's dead and you're so disrespectful to her memory. Yes. And to her family. Yes. And it's ridiculous. And to like, honestly, your community. Mm -hmm. Like Um, your community deserves better. These people rely on you. And you've pretty much proven that you can't do it. Right. I I just, I don't know. Okay. I'm still trying to get to it. I'm sorry. Uh, like, you know how, like, you pull up interviews and stuff, or you pull up podcasts and stuff like that, and... Yeah. Hold Jesus. On. Are you pausing it? Okay. Mm-hmm. That they've seen it on TV, yes. No, no, I, I want to know if you personally spoke face-to-face -face or by phone or... Oh, uh, to, to, like, reopen or anything? Is it, or Regarding anything having to do with this case, if you well, talk to people from TBI about this case. Well, there there you go. That's what I'm saying on uh, what has been on TV. I'm sure I've said something to some of them. Or they've said it, asked me a question about the case or something like that so I, I i'm sure that has happened do you remember who you talked to at tbi no you you don't understand where i'm coming from with that when when you put when you have a county of nineteen thousand and you put that county on national news as, as something that has gone wrong then it stirs every county around us that that uh far as police departments uh sheriff's departments uh other that, that want to ask questions. So to say that I've not talked to anybody about that, I, I don't know I could say that in good faith because I'm sure I have. I'm sure somebody's asked me about it. Do you remember the last time someone uh, from TBI asked you questions about this case? No. Do you recall? It's been, any a long, it's been a long time. Do you recall anything about the substance of your communications with folks about this case from TBI? No. Okay. No, it would just have been a, a general conversation. It wouldn't be investigative stuff with them. Okay. I've never talked to nobody that I know of from TBI that, about the investigation part of the case. It was just about the accusations that was on, on the, the news stuff. She, so clearly he's like stuck, you know, and she's like, do you? You know, like she's, you can tell. So this is part two from last week. So she's been going, right? Mm -hmm. And you can tell throughout this, uh, this she's over it. Like, her attitude kind of changes a little bit. Yeah. She's over it. She's been so professional, and she's still professional, but she's, yeah. like, professionally so. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so then they go back to the press statements where it says um, he agrees and encourages reopening the case. Um, and she's like, you know, well, why did you agree? And he said, in the beginning, I wasn't sure because there was no additional information coming in. Like I said, we would have to reopen all cases that people didn't agree with. But I was ready to put it to rest. And if that meant reopening it, I was confident in what I in what had happened based on the info that I had. And it would just be closure. Yeah. So then she's like, she starts asking, you know, what steps did you or anybody in your office take between September, which was when they closed the case and said it was an accident, to now to reopen the case? <sighs> Here, okay. Yeah. Gonna, you're going to have to remember a couple episodes. Okay. He said, well, we had a sit-down meeting with Brian and Mr. Smith, Mike. Mm -hmm. They just wanted her stuff, and they left. They didn't have, you know, they didn't have questions. They just got their stuff and left. Yeah. Do we remember in Sheila's podcast from before, so maybe two episodes ago, 
if we're referring to the same meeting, which I'm pretty sure we are, where they did ask questions. Um, remember, it's the one that he criticized Sherry for not coming to. Yeah. But it's the one where Jeremy had told Sheila, like, they just can't take off work for a polygraph. Yeah. And so she didn't come to this meeting because, like, it was going to be about the polygraphs or whatever. Yeah. So if you can reference back to that meeting where they were kind of dicks about it, where Sheriff Ray was like, well, I'm done here. Yeah. I don't yeah. Remember. So, like, you're missing something in that meeting. I need to bring that up to Sheila, too, because I'm like, mm, seems like because Mike had the recording of them talking to him. Yeah. Yeah. So the interviewer has been like, um, so you made yourself available, emails, texts, all that. Like, you gave them that information. Like, what else did you do to find new leads? Like, what else did you investigate? Did you investigate any other evidence? Did you find whatever? Um, he said, I mean, there were none. There were no leads. There, were no, there was no new evidence. So then she's like, you know, then she starts talking about how, do you remember... Um, uh, the one officer that was on the boat that said Chris was acting funny on the yes. boat. And, um, you know, he's, she's like, did you investigate, you know, anything? Did you question about that? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so then we're going to jump into another recording I have from there. And I just, I, I just, I, I can't Sarah with it. The officer from White County okay. that one of the male individuals present on the boat with Jeremy Taylor was acting funny. Uh, you would have to ask Detective Taylor that. I know there was a there was a pretty good gap in between there. He might have went back and talked to whichever one that was or or whatever. I don't know. So you didn't take any steps to further nope. investigate that officer's testimony? Nope. Did you make any steps or take any action to interview any witnesses after the case was initially closed and there was talk of it potentially being reopened. The only thing that this is the only thing I done is went and talked to uh, the young lady, Miss Smith, the White County officer. Um, then I was there when uh, Mr. Smith and Brian came and picked it picked up the belongings. I called the medical examiner to see what her blood alcohol content was because I thought that's what it was on the report, but I wanted somebody to tell me because I think it was in milliliters or something. <laughs> and I went with Chief Deputy Robert Patrick to take a picture of a boat. It's the only thing I've had that I can recollect that I've had to do with any was there any new detective assigned to the investigation? So then she asked about was there any new detectives since the case closed that could help reopen it? You know, of course he's like, no. No, because I'm not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, like, why would I go extra steps? I'm not going to do that. sheriff. I'm so busy sheriffing. Yes. Um, okay, so then she's like, uh, okay, so the TBI, TBI reviewed it, but you didn't do anything in addition. He's like, right. No new info. Or I would have. Okay, no, you wouldn't have to be quiet. They continue to talk about Fox News. So Fox News came out with this um, where they, like, talked about the case. And then um, mm -hmm. it was actually from, like, Sheila's point of view and the off-duty officers. So Yarchuk and yeah. Melanson. Yeah. If I'm saying that right. Uh, about how they threw the dummy or whatever. Um, And he was saying, like, you know... Uh, I don't think that was right, that the Fox News was saying things that weren't right. He says they brought up the dummy thing, but they didn't know where she fell from. He's like, I mean, that doesn't make sense. They don't know where she fell from. We don't know where she fell from. And the interviewer's like, well, how do you know she fell? He's like, the autopsy. So she goes back to the press release again and says, why do you feel like it is important to disclose her blood alcohol levels? And why you felt like it was important to say, like, it was twice the legal limit. He's she like, wasn't driving. Right. He's like, well, because it was. It's facts. When you slander my department, I'm going to straighten it out. So here's what we're going to do, right? Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. You start attacking me. Then I'm going to attack Your you mama back. starts attacking me, right? Mm -hmm. Not attacking me. Your mama starts trying to get answers. Mm -hmm. And I feel personally attacked. Then I am going to talk shit about your dead body. Yeah. That's what it seems like to me, but that's all that it is, right? 
I mean, she. I mean, I literally. You know, you've been drunk and went swimming. Uh, yeah. She did not go swimming though. Like she could swim. You don't forget how to swim. No, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, and they're saying she fell, but you don't know where she fell from. Well, how mm. do you know she fell? Well, their autopsy. Well, how does the autopsy say that she fell? Mm-hmm. It doesn't say that. It says that. It says multiple blunt force traumas and possible drowning. Yeah. So. No part of that says. She fell from she a cliff. Fell. Right. Um, She said. And the interviewer was like. Wait. And if you think that she fell, why would you not try and find where she fell from? Oh. Why was that not part of what you did? No, I mean, are you surprised? No, I'm not. But I'm just saying he's an idiot. <laughs> well, we knew that. Yeah, we did. Um. And she says, well, did you or y'all, your department, did y'all try to reenact the fall? He's like, no, because we don't know where she fell from. People are using, like, they're using, when they throw the dummies, this is where they believe she fell from. So it's not hard evidence because we don't know if she fell from that. Well, I'm pretty sure that they tried 75,000 times from different areas and different locations. But would there not be evidence of her fall? They didn't look. I mean, there would be evidence somewhere if you would look. They picked a location. Not that. It, for the investigation, they picked a location, said she fell from there. But they didn't try it out or nothing, right? Because, mm-hmm. and then he's over here stating, well, we don't know where she fell from. Um, All right, so let's pick up right here. I'm on. I could go right across from where they done that on the other side and make what happened go right along with that autopsy report. But you didn't. Because I don't know that's where she failed. So why? But my question to you, which you didn't answer yet, is whether or not this mm-hmm. reenactment counts in your book as new information that you could use no. to find out whether this was truly an accident. No. no. Why does this not count as new information? Because nobody, nobody knows where that point was of where she fell off. No, because it doesn't uh, fit his narrative. Right. Right. They have picked out uh, if she could have fell off there or not. I mean, she could have failed. I don't know it would have done as much damage uh, to her as the autopsy report. I don't know that. But uh, So your conclusion is that she definitely fell. Is that correct? That's correct. I believe that. Based on the evidence that you have in the case file and the investigative report, is it possible at all that she could have died by other means and not by an accident? Uh, uh, the facts of the case that I have yes. uh, uh, as far as what the detective has done and what the autopsy and toxicology reports are yes I believe she failed right but my question was is it possible hold on he's out there talking about well they're just going off of where they believe that she fell from that's not evidence but he's out here, out here saying I believe she fell bitch mm-hmm. okay sorry well that she could have died by other means other than an accidental fall. I see that the conclusion is that she fell. But do you believe that the evidence allows for the room for possibility that there, she could die from other means? I only have the facts that I can go off of. And those facts are what the report is and, uh, of the autopsy and what the investigation is. I do not see that noted in the autopsy report of of someone who does uh, specializes in causes of death that says that in there Uh, other than the possibility of drowning I think was on there too or something like that I'd have to look at the report to say that a secondary to it or something Did you ever go and visit the campsite where Lauren and her <laughs> friends were staying? Nope. Nope. Wasn't important to me. I didn't, Never. I didn't waste n- my time. Nope. But then he says, I mean, I fished by it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, do you? So they chat about it, and he says he didn't only draw the case conclusion from the report, but, I mean, it was from what Taylor gathered, too. That's where I drew. That's where we drew the conclusion is from the, from the evidence and investigations that Taylor, Jeremy Taylor gathered. That's where we got it. And he says, "Hold on, it. it gets worse." So then she asked about witness statements, asking, "Hey, she's like, hey, did you speak with Cassie Franks?" Nope. 
uh, I didn't speak with anyone here. It, looking through the witness statements, I didn't speak with anybody here. You can hear him like just flip through, except Hannah. So then she pulls up Hannah's statement and she's like, "Hey, um, I'll let you read over this." And as she finishes that sentence, it's kind of like he interrupts it. Like if she hadn't stopped talking, like he would have interrupted her. Where mm-hmm. he's like, he says, "Are you just about to ask me if she said anything different from this statement?" And she's like, "Maybe." And he's like, I talked to her dad more. I remember she was upset, but Jeremy talked to her, so I don't know. You have to talk to him. I'm uh, useless. I I basically just have this whole badge thing here, and that's all I got. useless So then she brings up the lighter tender test, and she says, were polygraphs done? He's like, no. She says, why? And he's like, that's secondhand information. Uh, you have to ask Jeremy. You know, the usual. Ask somebody else. Yeah, ask somebody she else. She said, tell me your knowledge of this issue, of the polygraph issue that they had. He said, I know that Taylor said he tried to get one, but everyone said it wouldn't be true test because something about emotions would affect the test. Isn't that what, it, like, doesn't a lie detector, like, read your... So, I don't think lie detector tests, like, are really credible. So I'll but, get I'll get to there, but they in a minute. But they are. I'm pretty sure that I could fail a lie detector test, mm-hmm. even if I didn't do something, just because I'm I have such bad anxiety. Right. But most people, I don't think like you should be willing to take one. Right. You know, like oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't. They should still do it anyway. Yeah. Mm. So then the investigators like. You know, she asked, like, have you ever used lie detector in previous investigations? He's like, no. Then he's like, oh, wait, yes, I have. Yes, I have. So, and then she's like, do you find a lie detector test to be useful? He's like, well, you can't use them in court, but they can definitely help you, like, get on the right road to. Yeah. Yeah. They are useful. Right. So, she said, oh, so, okay, so they're just useful to build your investigation. He's like, yeah. And she's like, well, would it have been useful in this case? And he kind of stumbles around for a second. Well, no, because she wasn't murdered. She just fangled. Right. Well, he stumbles around. He's like, I don't know um, if they worked. I don't know. He, Jeremy, told me that they showed deception if they were upset. He said they agreed to take them. So, I don't know. I don't remember what he said was wrong with them. But I know that he tried, and the TBI rejected him. And at this point, he was talking about in one of their press releases he was talking about how him and the DA were trying to look for reasons to reopen the case Mm -hmm. and she said well do you think that if you had do you think that this would have given you a reason to like reopen the case giving you something I don't know I don't know nothing about polygraphs if they can show false positives I wouldn't trust the test I know you can't be on certain medications and stuff so because it'll show deceptions and then I wouldn't use it so no I thought you didn't know anything about polygraphs. Right. But, you know, but you can't take a certain amount of ca- medication. Sometimes they have false positives. Sometimes it's, uh, shut the hell up because you just said. Right. They were useful to building an investigation. You just testified in a deposition they were useful to building an investigation. But now you're like, no, nah, I wouldn't use it because I don't trust it. What? They're useful in other investigations. But Anybody not, else's. Not this one. This Anybody else's. Right. Important enough. Um, so. She then talks about, you know, evidence to reopen the case. And she's like, was there any evidence taken from the scene? Mm-hmm. He says, yes. What? And then she brings her receipts. And it's actually called a receipt of evidence. It, yeah, I've, I've written them. <laughs> Did you review this list of evidence? No, he didn't. He says no. She reads the list of evidence, which is just belongings. Yeah. Um, she said, any other evidence? He says, not to my knowledge. I wasn't there. I'm not sure. The investigator. Well, was there any DNA or blood test done at the scene? No. Is that consistent with what you would do in a death investigation? Okay. Everybody calm your titties. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, that's for the pathologist. Okay. And she said, well, why wouldn't they? Well, he said, to my knowledge... There is a communication between officers and pathologists where if there was a reason to request it, like a gunshot or something, it would, like, for, oh, like, 
If there was a gun charge, if there was reason to get it, they would. Like, a- like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like, um, not reasonable evidence. If there was like, if there was something sketchy, I don't know how, I don't know the right, the right saying that I'm looking for. If there was a reason they would need DNA testing, blah, 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 they would do it, right? Okay, but in the fact that she's a young adult who is now deceased, mm-hmm. is that not reason enough? Should be. Okay. Where there's even question around the death. Right. But he's like, um, you know, they communicate about it, but the pathologist can get it. She said, do you think a DNA and rape kit or blood test would have been helpful? Well, he says, on her type of injuries and death, we wouldn't do a rape or DNA unless there was something there that was outside of what the pathologist says. If someone says, or if the pathologist says, oh, she's been raped, well, then we would do one. Okay, but. Uh, hold on. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. So then she's like, wait, but how would the pathologist know she's been raped without a rape kit? Well, they just, they go to school and they sense these things. They just know. They can walk up to a woman and look at him and be like, yeah, you've been raped. Right? Um, she's like, did you not just testify that, like, uh, okay, just listen. Okay, just listen. Because you're like, wait, what, sir? What? Um, let me get to it real quick. You know, my little fat fingers don't allow me. Okay. It's set outside of those parameters of what the pathologist told us. If if he says she's been raped, then yes, we would go do one. But on how would the pathologist know that she's been raped without conducting a rape kit? Did you not just testify that it's up to the directing officer to request such? Yes. Collection of evidence. But we would not do that on uh, an accidental fall. But how can you conclude that it's an accidental fall until you've completed your investigation? By what the pathologist told uh, the detective. If if he says, if he tells the detective she's been raped or she had a gunshot wound or, or, or something like that, that would change the course of what we would do in the investigation, and that's with any investigation. If uh, in a traffic fatality, if there's an autopsy done, we had one done uh, a couple of weeks ago, we wouldn't do a rape kit on somebody for that. But you see how this is sort of a circular argument. You say that if the pathologist concludes it's an accident. Well, it's, wait, wait, let me finish my okay. question if you don't mind. And I'm just trying to understand what triggers your office to conduct further investigation. So you testified that if the pathologist concludes it's an accident, not a rape, then the directing officer does not request a rape kit or DNA evidence. But if the requesting officer doesn't direct collection of such evidence, then the pathologist doesn't have additional evidence to use to make certain conclusions. He he is going to know. The pathologist should know if something is outside the norm of what the person was sent down there for. Uh, he's going to know, probably know if she was raped. I mean, he's he's looking, I don't know if you've ever sat through an autopsy, but he's looking at the inside of organs. So he, he's going to know if something is Hold on, sorry. norm for what he thinks the cause of death is. And I don't know. Well, yeah, I do know where he's, uh, by the pictures, that where he started on his investigation at. I can tell by uh, the pictures of where he done his first cuts. So is it fair to say that you and um, Jeremy Taylor relied in large part on what the pathologist told you? Okay, so that's where we're going to start back off. I'm genuinely confused by what the fuck, because she literally, okay, he's like, do you understand where I'm confused? Yeah, because he makes no sense. Right. He's like, well, pathologist is only going to do a rape kit if my investigator asks for one. But, but my, my investigator is only going to ask for one if the pathologist says we need one. Uh, so. What? Then no one gets it because the investigator is not going to ask and the pathologist is not going to do one. 
Right. Like, that doesn't make sense. That's so backwards. That's I'm so confused. Okay. So, you know, then she you hear her start asking about the conclusion. She's like, Did you rely on the pathology or the pathology report for this for the conclusion of the case? And he's like, No, I, and Jeremy's investigation. She's like, What facts and evidence did you use to draw the conclusion besides interviews? He's like, Autopsy. So the pathology, like pathology, like that's yeah. it. She's like, okay, so autopsy, interview, what else? He's like, silence. So much silence, okay, for a long while. Because he didn't do anything. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, I mean, that's, that's just the main point. And she said, okay, you didn't do the dummy reenactments because you didn't think they were useful. And he's like, nope, still don't. And she's like, even after allegations that it wasn't a fall leading to her death. And let's listen to him get a little flustered because it's wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Let me go back just a second. Oh, I need to go to 49. Hold on. To her daughter. I mean, that this wasn't an accident, a fall, and that Lauren's friends were involved in causing her blunt force trauma which led to her death. see th- th- that is real concerning to me that that a mother who thinks that something has happened to her daughter has not contacted the sheriff or the district attorney to tell them what information they had for that i could tell down there the night that i first met her that she did not like detective taylor and i know i think i know the reason that she didn't like him because he did not tell her everything that he was doing because of and fear that she would do right what she done about going and trying to investigate things herself instead of letting the department uh, investigate though. Okay. How don't forget to idiotic. edit that out before you know what I mean? Yeah. Before, okay. Um yeah, go ahead. I, I I don't tell you everything because I'm worried that you're going to go take your own investigation. So by him not telling her anything, she's not getting the answer she wants. She doesn't think that he's giving her doing mm-hmm. anything. So then she does her own investigation. What is the uh, what's the old book? You know, you learned about it in school where the man had the prophecy that he would be killed by his son. So when his wife had a son, he sent that son away to be murdered. And because the guy didn't murder the son, and then he came back and murdered the dad, but it was like an accident or like the Odyssey. Yeah, like (laughs) so. You basically have foreshadowed this by saying, by not thinking that she could handle what you were doing because you weren't doing anything. Mm -hmm. You forced her to go do it herself, and now you're upset that she did it herself. Right. So this is um. So that's when she starts. She's like, okay, so you told Miss Smith to bring facts and evidence. And that's when y'all went investigated, but nothing until then. He's like, yeah. And then you're mad that that she she did it. Okay, so then she said, and y'all concluded it wasn't necessary to do a reenactment. And he's like, yeah. She's like, so if Miss Smith wanted it done, she'd have to do it on her own. He's like, he said, yeah, but she don't have to put it on national TV. Why would you not? Because you're not doing anything. <laughs> right? She's already given you the indication that she doesn't trust your detective. She's hired a private investigator. How are you going to say she didn't come to me or the DA? Right? What? No, you're an idiot, sir. You expected her to bow down to you, and she is not. And accept your bullshit answers because you didn't want to do paperwork. Yeah, sorry for you. I'm sorry that I'm making you do your job at this point. And mm-hmm. he's still refusing to do his job, but now he's just mad about it. Like, no. Yeah. No, sir. You are you are to blame here. You know how we always like to say, um, you said, and guess what the investigators did? Or guess what? And I'm like, they investigated. Well, this does not count in any of this. <laughs> Sheila investigated, but that's about it. Right? <laughs> like, no. Right. Um. Okay, so then the investigator's like, okay, so it's the media. And he's like, yes. If people see and it gets reopened, people already have their views based and biased opinions based off of what could have been misconstrued by the media. And it contaminates the case. Which is true. That does happen. None of this would have had to fucking happen if you had done your job in the first place. Right? Just do your job, sir. Oh, my throat hurts so bad. 
Just do your job. Just do your job. Have your you know your what this reminds me of? Investigators when you job. lie on the resume and still get your job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this is his whole department. Yes, Jeremy Taylor definitely lied on his. <laughs> lied on his resume and still got the job. And you're just like, oh, oop, oops. You're like, oh shit. Now what do I do? <laughs> right. Oh yes, Whoa. has years worth of experience in Excel, and they're like, oh, "Okay, can you make this whole document?" And you're like, "Oh no, mm-mm. oh no, no, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm gonna need a refresher." I'm bilingual. Can you uh, speak Spanish? <laughs> Hola, <laughs> cómo estás? Cómo estás? I'm Dora. <laughs> <laughs> ¿Dónde están mis pantalones, por favor? You lost me already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then she's like, okay, what did y'all, your people, do to preserve the scene or evidence that could have been collected? So, like, how did you preserve the scene? So, like, just in case there needs to be evidence collected. Right, because we don't know at the time. Correct. What it is. You know what he says? Nothing. They did nothing. I wasn't there. So then she brings up personnel files with Jeremy and... Which seemed kind of irrelevant because then she's just like, you know, he was written up for not shaving one day and ordered That's, a pizza. Oh, yeah. Well, how fucking dare he? Yes. Um, and then, I mean, she really ends the interview with, well, if Taylor had inadequately invested, 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 investigated a case, would you document it? Of course, she's like, yeah. Mm, okay. Well, where's the documentation on this case? Because he didn't... Inv- properly investigated. Well, there's not one, ma'am. No, there's not. Not Mm -hmm. in any way, shape, or form. No. And like that is Sheriff Ray. Okay. 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 I feel like the title of Sheriff, he's just not deserving of it. I feel like we should think of something else to call him other than Sheriff. Oh my gosh. Have you heard of the dumbass names that they call it's hilarious. Well deserved. The KKK members have the worst names ever, and it is the like best the thing. the Grand Dragon? Yes, the Grand the, Wizard. What? They deserve those weird-ass names because those people are fucking weird. Yeah, they are. Terrible people, right? I hope they get weird-ass names. We could call them the, the Grand Wizard. I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when I tell you that we're not even close to being done with this, I tell you, well, you know. Um... I had some questions about the coroner. Yeah. Which I have answers to for next week. I, okay, so the other night I went into a deep dive. Okay, and when I tell you I went so far into a rabbit hole on social media, I found Aaron Lilly's social media. And yeah. guess what? What? He posts a lot of pictures of boats mm. recently. Also, okay. If you have any more questions, please let me know because I still have to email Sheila. And there's some info. Like, if you've noticed any indiscrepancies in anything that we've covered, like if you're like, wait, but he said this at one time, please let me know. I want to get that to her too. She's more than willing to help, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so during the deposition, mm-hmm. when they were supposed to be at court, mm-hmm. you know who didn't show up to court? Who? Aaron. Do you know why? He was busy. He had to work that day. He was in an accident. He's paralyzed now from the waist or from the neck down. Oh! (laughs) Oh, Oh, excuse me, Silky. (laughs) (laughs) It's like uh, karma. Yeah. Huh? I know. Like, I, yeah. If you did not do this, Aaron, I I sincerely apologize, but you look guilty as fuck right now. Right? So, I mean, it's not funny. But when I learned it, I was like, hold up. That's not him. That's somebody in a wheelchair. And then when I discovered what happened, I I was like, oh, well. I still think that's horrible for anyone. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. But you also want to say, but. (laughs) (laughs) I don't wish that upon you, but you got it. (laughs) If the shoe fits. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you're gonna go over Bryant Dunaway. Yes. Also, um, I can't wait to bring out we have another interview to cover, which is Jeremy Taylor's interview. And of course you want to hear it because he's a fucking dumbass, right? Yes. Um, uh, there's so much information I just want to spew out right now. I will answer this question for Amanda specifically. Mm-hmm. The corner's dead. <laughs> Was he that old? Um, I don't know. The coroner's dead. Well. 
There you go, Amanda. You're getting more questions asked than I am because I ask them and Haley's like, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> yep. So we cannot go back and ask the coroner. He did. Okay. Mm-hmm. That mm. sucks, right? Yeah. So um, also, let me I go ahead and answer another question because Amanda had great questions. Um, her, um, they still can't get a hold of bank records to see if there was any crazy deposits, you know, because Bricks up and left. And yeah. Bricks is living this, this great life right now. Hmm. He travels. He does this. He does that. Blah, blah, blah. He's on yachts. He's on whatever. He's married. His wife doesn't even want to talk to the police because she don't care. She's living it up till. Yeah. So he sucks. Mm. Also, I found um, Chris's cell phone number. Give me call it. <laughs> oh my god, I want to so bad. I asked Sheila if I could. <laughs> she probably said no. She didn't tell me no. What'd she say? She was like, I don't even know. <laughs> Excuse me, Chris. This is Beth and Haley from just another murder cast. Right. We just like to talk to you about this case we're looking into. Here's your chance to tell your side of the story. But be forewarned, we're gonna call you a dumbass. We're gonna talk shit and accuse you of murder. Oh, a hundred percent. So, Chris, if you'd like to call us, shoot us an email at just another murder cast. No, yeah, just another murder cast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. Facebook at just another MCAST or go over to our po- website at just another murdercast.com. Right. Go ahead, send us the thing. Be like, hey, I'm Chris. I want to talk to you. I'll be like, all right, but be forewarned. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was also really convenient, too, is that like he's such a world traveler. I mean, world traveler, right? Chris or Brink? Bricks. Bricks. Goes, I mean, world traveler does all the fancy stuff and all the fancy shit, right? Mm-hmm. He just conveniently was at Aaron's when Sheila went for an interview huh. with Hannah conveniently so he could Weird. stand over there and watch like bitch what right yeah hannah if you want to call us go ahead send us an email we'll give you a call Mm-hmm. we're gonna call you an idiot too but we may not hate on you quite as bad but probably yes the marina has security cameras yeah now uh yeah uh yeah what about the boat which part you remember i sent you message question yeah i don't remember what it was about, um, did we ever get in contact with the cleaning company? Correct. That was it? That was all, That's all you're going to tell me? Yes. Ridiculous. Somebody asked about Jeremy's job now. Yeah. Burger King. No, but you're going to want to wait. Guess what I, he did? I don't no, want to wait. I can't say that. I can't say that either. You got to wait. I don't want to wait for any of this, Haley. Um, so your job is, that, you know, does anybody ever... Mine, one of my questions was, did you ever find a relation between, you know, anybody involved in the case? Mm-hmm. Your job for next week's episode is... I just burped in the back of my throat and it came right back up. Is the DA. Yeah. Bryant Dunaway. 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 Yes. That is your job to investigate his whole life. Oh, we're going to have to have a three-hour podcast because I've not been investigating lately, so I'm real excited. Yes, like I need you to ancestry it. Ancestry it. Yes, okay. but don't look into his criminal past. Why? Because just don't. I just need you to find history and relations. Okay. You're ridiculous. Yeah. So don't do that. Also, don't look into the judge's criminal past because wait till I tell you that. I feel like... Um, um, I saw this thing about how like someone was hating on all of us now because instead of watching the episode on TV and waiting on next week for the next episode, we just go on to Netflix and binge watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I live that life now. So if you could just go ahead, we'll go ahead and stop this and then we'll record next week and then we'll stop <laughs> that one and record next week. Like you're ridiculous at this point. I know, but we're invested. So there's so much more information coming next week. I may do Sheila's next week, but I kind of want to do Jeremy's. Oh, my God. Jeremy's interview. Oh, Buster is very upset about this case. Yeah. And you're not telling us anything. Um. So, yeah. Stay tuned. Um. Join the Patreon. Share all these episodes. Let's spread the word. If you have any questions that you want answered, please let us know. Yes. Um. Go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. If yes. that's where you get your podcast. Yes. Um. Please share us with your friends and family, especially just this case in particular. The more we get this case out, the more, the more better. 
mm-hmm. the more this case is put out there, the better off it can be until we have the answers and the, what the family deserves. Right. So share it. Let's put some pressure on. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get some answers somewhere. Also, I would like to say things. that when I had my interview with Sheila, I froze like an ice cube. Did you? Oh, my. Oh, hell yes. I'd I'm not an interviewer. Mm-mm. I probably would have peed myself. Uh, literally forgot who I was. Hi, my name is... And yes, and you know that I ran my fucking mouth the whole time. Yeah. I like literally in my next email to her, I want to apologize. Like, I'm so sorry. I got really nervous. And I just don't know what came out of my mouth. <laughs> Thank God I recorded it, but I haven't listened to the recording yet because I'm nervous. Mm. I'm like, I'm embarrassed to listen to it. Yeah. So. Well, um, yeah, I just like the more we can get this out, the better. So leave us a mm-hmm. review. Um, share it on Facebook. Yep. Send it to your friends. Whatever you need to do to get it out. Please. Call your mama. Talk to your mama. Um, get it out there. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at just another or Facebook.com slash just another MCAS because they don't let us put the order in there. Mm-hmm. Um, TikTok. TikTok. Just another murder cast. Just another murder cast. Um, www.justanothermurdercast.com. You can mm-hmm. go to our Patreon. We're going to put the press releases on there, right? Yep. And we also put this, especially with this case, we put it on. The day we record it mm-hmm. goes on Patreon and it doesn't get dropped on iTunes or anything until the following Monday week. at 8 a.m. Yep. Um, so please follow us on all the things. And we'll be back next week with a continuation of the Lauren A.G. case. Yes, we will. All right. Okay, bye. Bye.